0: Hi, you're listening to Spotlight Aija, a podcast that shines a light on ideas that matter. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Spotlight Aegea. I'm your host, François Barret, and today we're speaking with Roberto Luzi Crivellini. Roberto is an Italian lawyer specialized in international trade law, joint ventures and distribution agreements, as well as in litigation and international arbitration. He is the co-founder of Legal Mondo, an online platform for lawyers from all over the world. And Roberto, believe it or not, was also a member of IGA for 17 years, where he was national representative for Italy and president of the trade commission. Hello, Roberto. And thanks for joining us.
1: Hello, Mr. President. Thanks for having me. And I'm very happy to be in touch with Aisha again.
0: Roberto, today's episode spotlight is on how you can become more client focused in your business. There's a lot being said about client focus and how this helps to make your law firm more productive and successful. And of course, yourself as a lawyer. Most of the times clients don't come with legal issues, but more with business issues. And your soft skills are just as important as your ability to deal with a legal matter. So in your experience, what are the, let's say, three most important soft skills for a lawyer to develop in their relationship with clients and prospects?
1: Yes. Um, well, as you said, uh, uh, and I agree very much with, with, with the opening of, of the question, most most times uh, clients come to you with a business need so I would say the first uh, soft soft skill is being a good listener understand exactly what the client wants to do and how they want to do it so um, a good lawyer I think especially business lawyer is is a good business partner be a business resource in the first uh, in the first place so understand uh, what the client wants and be able to come up with a practical and business friendly uh, solution that would be my my uh, first answer and then it's how you interact with your clients so flexibility and being uh, nimble these days especially during a pandemic when clients uh, come to you uh, at night and they want a solution in the morning or uh, two hours later so being uh, being uh, able to cope with this uh, fast-paced uh, new world is very important and that requires also uh, I would say uh, to, to master a third soft skill which is uh, to be a good communicator to be able to send across your message to the client in plain and simple uh, language again uh, practical something that they don't need to study for two hours to understand the meaning. And uh, so my uh, normally my rule of thumb would be if your uh, 12 year old kid does not understand what you want to say. It's too complicated. So Uh, Well, maybe I'm exaggerating a bit here, but, you know, you get what I mean. So
0: not that much. I mean, uh, I remember my first partner told me every time I was coming back with a very long legal opinion, he was saying, so what (laughs) what do we do now? (laughs) Now that you've written all that, what should we tell to the client? So I get what you're saying about being flexible and the fast pace. I am always very I mean, I am from an old school, so it is very complicated sometimes you need to take some good time to be efficient in uh, the counseling of your clients. And, and, and sometimes being fast is, is also pretty complicated. How do you manage to, to pace your time so that you get sufficient uh time to to give the best advice instead of rushing into sometimes mistakes
1: oh yeah um that that's a very good point you're you're bringing up because because um replying in 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 a fast pace is not necessarily a a good idea what i'm what i'm saying is to be able to get back to your to your client uh, when the client needs it and to carve out a simple message is actually a very difficult uh, um, exercise uh, for a lawyer, so it might take a long time to carve out a simple and short message, one that your client can take and act upon uh, um, uh, very, very easily or very conveniently. So, yeah, that's that's a difficult exercise, and um, for me, uh, it it takes a lot to. Mm, well, this requires to understand how my client. Uh, wants me to get in touch with them and it can be, uh, for example, I'm working a lot uh, with China and I've been doing that for over ten years now Uh, Chinese clients appreciate very much uh, very much communication through a dedicated platform, which is uh, WeChat and then he would use WeChat and if they send you a voice message you can get back to them with a voice message as they want, you know, that kind of interaction so understand the need and understand how's the best way to, you know, keep working with them when they need it. And even, I mean, using new tools or new ways of communication, which, you know, your clients appreciate Mm.
0: to our our next topic uh, on how to stand out. Um, I mean, we we all, you know, we we all dream of getting the client (laughs) more and better cases uh, and we all want those things among others. But how do you make sure a, that the client finds you and B, that he chooses you instead of the, the numerous competitors we get every day. And I, I'd say more importantly, how do you stand out uh, through the marketing of your law firm rankings? What are in your view, what works and doesn't work?
1: Yeah, I, I believe that, you know, the way to stand out or way to stay top of mind with your clients or uh, to, to reach out prospective new clients is to uh, communicate uh, and keep communicating uh, adding value uh, so when you speak out and say something you're saying something which can be uh, valuable or interesting to your prospective audience or to your, to your actual clients so they they remember of your existence so sharing valuable content to me is is the number one thing that one should should keep in mind. And the second thing would be do that in a consistent uh, fashion. So it's not it's not enough to you know show up on LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever platform you use. I think LinkedIn is is the best one by far. Uh, once every three or four months, and you know shoot out whatever you have on your in, in mind uh, that day, and then go back uh, to work, and then come up come back again six months later. If you want to stay top of mind, they need to see you and they, they need to hear from you um, uh, content which is relevant and remarkable for them and not not, not necessarily uh, speaking about you or something that they're not, not interested in.
0: I am, I am from the lawyers who try to bring content often on LinkedIn, I'd say. It is extremely complicated to remain remarkable and relevant to the clients 24 seven. What are your tips and tricks to to, to stay uh, relevant when you want to publish often?
1: Yeah, when when you want to publish often, I would say that if, if you don't aim at reaching, you know, the, the, the whole universe out there, but you, if you have in mind a certain group of clients of companies say that have a certain need, and then the more you stay um, uh, focused on that uh, target audience, the better. So that means that uh, you need to, to to know before you start communicating who do you want to reach, which company, where are they based, where do you wanna, where, where do, they bis- do they do business where, and uh, who's the person in that company that you want to talk to? Is it the CEO? Is it the CFO? is it the expert manager because each person has a different need and uh, you can craft your message based on uh, the the person you want to to reach out to so it's about content it's about being regular and it's about i think being focused so narrow down the, the, the audience to a specific group of people and that that would will make it easier to come come up with um, with good and relevant, interesting content on a regular basis, because you know what their needs and interests uh, are or you should know before you.
0: So, something something I see very often on LinkedIn are the uh, law firm rankings, you know, uh, I was uh, number ten uh, in uh, Austria in this uh, fields of law. What what is your take on 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 this? Is it a, is it a good idea? Well,
1: that, that's a that's a very good question. As I th- as I believe that uh, most lawyers um, uh, jumped, especially on social media, out of necessity uh, because they couldn't do what they used to do uh, in 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 the life uh, before the pandemic. And so this uh, me too mentality. I need to be there. Um, as well, and I need to say something, as uh, everyone else is is doing. Uh, I would say is 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 the wrong is the wrong um, attitude, because when when they do, uh, I think um, at least most lawyers come in to talk about themselves, and uh, they are being uh, self-referential. And this uh, um, the best example of this would be. Uh, the ranking on legal 500 or who's who or chambers and so on and so forth, which is, you know, uh, what you see a lot lately on, 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 yeah, on LinkedIn, especially. And I think that's, that's the wrong message because it's about the lawyers, the lawyer, lawyer looking, uh, saying, Look at me, I'm the best, or look at my law firm or look at my colleague next door who's the best MA litigator, arbitrator, you name it.
0: So clients will check LinkedIn and are expecting to get news from you about what is interesting and relevant to them rather than knowing that you're the best, which they already know.
1: Exactly. <laughs> they should know, right? <laughs> why, why repeat it? Why
0: repeat it? <laughs> um, so about new ways to reach out to clients, um um to offer the lawyers perspective and, and let's be very audacious for twenty one. How do you make sure, A, that you find the most interesting clients, and two, how you make sure you retain them in the long term?
1: Yeah, um that's that's a great question. Um I would say that you should know in advance who for you uh, would be the most interesting clients, you know, based on your uh, practice, based on your the focus of your um, um, of your activity uh, these days or in or, or in the months to come. So um, we're going back. If you want to to the idea of who, who's my audience, who who do I want to reach? If my best client is that company, who is for instance doing business in China, and I want to try to service them, I'll go back to how can i contact them or i how can i circle back to them with uh, a good content with uh, something that might be valuable for them uh, today so i'm trying to figure out what their needs are or what their needs must might be in in the months to come and find a way to uh, reach out to to get connected or to circle back if you are already connected that would be my the way I uh, uh, I would do it to get the client,
0: you have to be generous. That's my philosophy. Sometimes they just you know call, and the mere fact you gave them an answer, hung up the phone, and sometimes they come back three months uh, later saying you know about that call, and then it ends up being a nice case. But sometimes you really feel that you know they just call you because they know you're you're cheap and they don't recognize you as being good. When do you have to stop? Uh, when when is the first time you have to realize you have to say no with this kind of uh, clients?
1: Yeah, well, uh, it really depends. I'm I'm very generous when um, when I meet a, a new a new client because I think that at that at that point of time it's very important to fill a gap, a gap of trust or um, you know maybe a reputation you do have but they're not aware of or expertise. So you know if if i need to take an half an hour uh uh to discuss how i would uh um service a client or um i i would i mean normally i i happily do that so and by the time we we close this first uh this first call or or meeting they should understand how I can be a, an asset uh, and so um i'm I'm not trying to to say be very strict on 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 the time limit, but you know when they understand how I can help, that's that's my that my my point is made. And
0: on 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 a, a long term basis, then when once once you you've had their trust, how do you manage to? to keep them uh, in a, in a long term relationship? Yeah,
1: um, well, normally I uh, I encourage them to work on the long term. And the, I think the best way to do that is to 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 propose to work on a on a, um, say, six month um, uh, retainer. Well, they would be encor- they would be charged a, a flat fee monthly with a cap of, of hours. And uh, this way, Um, at least in my opinion and i've been doing that for a long time now uh, clients feel feel more free to reach out to you uh, for whatever need they might have on a on a daily basis and that uh, builds up uh, trust and confidence between lawyer and company so in the long term uh, business increases and you know in in some instances uh, if you look at the at the um, fees charged uh, on a monthly basis Uh, it might be uh, not so convenient compared to you know, one-time assignments but what is really important is that that client sticks with you over, you know, the years it doesn't uh, jump back and forth so um, I would try to, I mean, what I do is encourage them to go for the the long term and I fix a monthly fee for uh, for daily consultation, let's say, let's put it this way. Um,
0: Thank you so much. Time is flying. Uh, I I take as takeaways from uh, our our great conversation. You have to be a good listener. You have to be a good communicator. You have to try to remain relevant. And it's not about you, it's about the client. Always be generous, but be smart enough to become the client's business partner. I think that's about it. Uh, I like our, uh, uh, our listeners to, to, to come back with something they can bring home after the conversation. What would be, uh, you know, things you would recommend to our listeners to consult, to know more about marketing, creative strategies, and to understand more how to be relevant with clients?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, um, there's one, one author uh, whom I like uh, very much. Uh, it's called uh, Seth Godin as maybe the uh, guru of, of marketing and there's a book in particular called uh, This is Marketing which I really uh, recommend. Uh, I enjoyed it very much and I, I read it uh, several times as I believe it's very important for lawyers, when especially when they think uh, about marketing, not to uh, remain confined uh, within the realm of legal services but look outside, see what other what happens in the business world? So what works and what doesn't work, and uh, what other companies do, and see if they can, you know, uh, put that in practice in in in, in the in the le- in the field of legal services. So that would be a book. There's a great TED talk by an author called uh, uh, Adam Grant, and Adam Grant. It's it's called uh, the Surprising Habits of Original Thinkers and that's uh, it's also i think a very uh, a very good one to watch to stay on top of how you can be different and um, and uh, stand out yes creative stand out of the crowd Um, the third thing uh, well it's a book it's about innovation and um, the author is Kai Foley written with a k the title is uh, AI like artificial intelligence superpowers China, Silicon Valley and the New World Order. This is a, a, an amazing uh, uh, recollection of what, what happened in the last 10 years, what what's likely to happen in the future. And um, I do recommend it, as uh, you will see, uh, we as lawyers need to understand how you know, things will un- unfold in the future. And, uh, in a good
0: way or in a terrifying way? <laughs> uh,
1: I I I'm I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not disclosing that you have to read the book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A few words maybe about uh, Legal Mondo. Yeah, um, I started uh, this project back in 2015 as I was um, uh, at the time uh, overaging from Asia and uh, as as uh, as is the case for most uh, uh, not so young uh, members my I was terrified by by the fact that i would lose touch with uh, so many uh, great people uh, i had met um, uh, through my my long career in asia so instead of thinking uh, where which association do i join uh, uh, to find uh, uh, more um, asia ex asia former asia uh, peers i said well why don't we create something different which is not only it's not an association but rather a group of you know excellent lawyers who know each other very well, like to stick around and want to, on top of that, uh, work together. So it's not only about referring work to each other, but doing uh, new projects together, possibly with uh, an innovation angle to it. And that's how it started. And now it's counting on uh, around 130 uh, members from 49 uh, countries, very happy. About how it's going and uh, and particularly particularly happy that you decided to to join us and very very pr- proud of that
0: <laughs> Well I, I only I only have great things to say about Legal Mundo obviously for sure.
1: Thank you so much Roberto. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, I hope everyone learned something today. I know I did. Uh, see you for a new spotlight IG season two.
1: You have listened to Spotlight Aija, a podcast produced by Aija for young lawyers across the globe. Don't miss the next episode.